that's the starting words. That's how it goes. <laughs> so, McKenna, take it away. Uh, what about what? What am I? Ta- what are we talking about? This is where you say hello and welcome. No, no, you're 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 hosting. Why am I hosting? Because Rob said so. I believe he was talking to you. Nope, no. I was talking to you. To me? Really? <laughs> Come on. She's she hasn't been here in full long. She should be the one hosting. Yes, hello and guessed. welcome. Hello and welcome to Soccer Rangers. Tio, bio. Oh come on. Seal? Can we have seal? just one? Soccer week? Rangers seal kissed by a rose. And I just get one week. One nope. fucking nope. week. Where Look I who have your hosts are and think to yourself if that's going to be possible. I mean, can I just have one week where we have a fully competent group of Canadians? No. I mean, I've got one and a half here. You would think that I would have one fully confident Canadian right now. Uh, nope. Not possible. We don't even have the Canadian that's always the problem. I thought you were taking this place. Didn't you avidly say that? Hey. Hey, me? No. Co- oh, uh, okay. Rob. Oh, it's called you, Cole. Oh. <laughs> Hello and welcome. I'm Tyler. I'm the Black Ranger. I'm Robert. I'm the Red Ranger. And not Cole. I'm McKenna. I'm the White Ranger. Back from wherever I was for just this week. Ooh. 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 So, what's new in the hood? Uh, well, I guess I'm here to talk about Morikon. Oh, shit, that happened. Yeah. There was a, there was a convention. Um. Yeah, that I went to, oh, but and we don't quite talk a few of our friends. Quite a few of our friends went to as well. Yeah. I didn't go to it, so it's not applicable to me, <laughs> or is it? How is this applicable to me, a white male convention goer in my mid twenties? <laughs> uh, well, like there's boobs there. There's boobs there. Amy, Sam, mm. um. Mm. Who else? They both have boobs, yes. Yes, yes, they were both there. Although Amy's boobs weren't quite on display as much as Sam's were. Fair enough. Yeah. Fair enough. Um. Yeah. So I went. So for for our listeners, I am part of the team that runs cosplay contest at KamoriCon. So the last several weeks. All of my free time has been going into prepping that, both making trophies and doing all the behind-the-scenes paperwork that makes it all run, like, smooth like silk. One of our judges said it was one of the best-run convention contests that she's ever seen, Um, and that's even comparing it to some very big international-level contests. Yay! I'm so happy about that. I actually have paperwork and stuff like that. Um, rather than just blank sheets of paper. <laughs> um, yeah, so to start the day, it took us from Everett eight hours to get to Portland on Thursday. Eight hours. Eight it's, hours. It four. should be, what, a four-hour drive? 
from where in you moderate are, traffic. D- depending where, depending on what time of day you left yeah. the Everett area. Well, we area. left my house at eight in the morning, mm-hmm. and we got to Portland at four. Yeah, you done fucked up. Yeah, so we hit the the rush hour going south into Seattle, which is where we fucked up, and Amanda had to miss her hair appointment again. That's <gasps> another story. Oh. Um, yeah. Why didn't you take the train? Uh, because it wouldn't have gotten us there at the right time, and then having to get to the train and get back. Well, it's more of coming back from Portland that's the issue. Mm. Uh, cause we all do cosplay chess, which is Sunday morning of SakuraCon, or of KomoriCon, and the train leaves at right when cosplay chess starts. I see. Yeah. Yes, that's why I never do improv, because it's just like it normally yep. goes into when the train leaves. Yep. Um. But not last year. Not last year. Not last year. Yeah. I could have so, done chess. I could have done improv. Yep. But could have filled in for Rob. <laughs> you could have. You could have been my uh, Rasputin. Um, yeah, so that's why we don't do the train. I used to, and that's why I used started doing staying Sunday night of cons, is so that I could enjoy convention and then take it back Monday, the train back Monday morning. Uh, but I had to work Monday, so I couldn't do that this year. Um, yeah, so we drove down. We hit rush hour going into Seattle. We got through to Seattle, down to Tacoma, took a breather. Amanda had to pack. Because she wasn't originally supposed to come get us. Uh, our friend Becky was supposed to drive us to at least Tacoma, but her car's still not running a month later. Many uh, years later. Um, yeah, that's an adventure on its own and not a story for this podcast. Um, yeah, so we left Tacoma at about noon. After repacking the car, because we fit three cosplayers worth of stuff into a 2001 bug. You guys <laughs> sound like you are just a whole lot of drama. Uh, well, I mean, this was the most of our drama for the entire convention, so. Um, it just it sounds all so inefficient. I would just be like, this goes here, this goes here, this goes here. Yeah, yeah, know. yeah. No, God, once it, I have to deal with coal all the time, so like. Well, once it was, oh, I mean. God. It was very efficiently packed because I was smart enough to pack in multiple small bags in order to Tetris things into the car. Uh, Yeah, yeah. And that's pretty much what we did. It's just there were a couple things that would not fit, so Becky had a cooler on her lap for the entire drive. Fair enough. Yeah. Um, It just... Yeah. Yeah. There's, 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 like... I, I just I don't understand how some people just can't do it where they don't think about okay this has to get done here and then you just you just, yeah. you just have to do it you can't just push off the side and be like oh it'll work because it never works and people don't learn from that well they'll pay attention that, they'll that, use their heads that's not how it happened but yeah um that's what I, I I'm just sort of yelling from my own perspective now yeah. so yeah I, um I, it, and it's, then it's then, then we drove it's south travel. And then we hit an area of extreme crosswinds, and our hood flew up in the middle of I-5, going 70 in the fast lane. We pulled over. I fixed the hood. We got, er, I jerry-rigged it with a bungee. We got off the freeway and had to go slow till we got to the nearest auto parts store, 
which happened to be where some of our friends live, so we got to see them. Uh, but we bought heavy-duty zip ties and closed the hood and drove to Portland and got there at four, where we could finally breathe and get checked into the hotel and relax. And then we checked in to the convention, got our badges, got our staff badges, um, and checked in with our director who was putting out other fires, which I'll talk about in a moment. Um, we said hi, saw that there was panic and disorder and left because our problems weren't that big. <laughs> um, all the stress all the time. Well, I mean, both Amanda and I have come to the realization of Oh, it's not our rig of the circus, so we're not gonna stress about it. That's fair. So, uh, very little stress on our part. Um, it's like, just seeing that the convention... It's like, oh, okay, we'll leave, we'll come back, our problems aren't that bad. Um, and then we... Amanda... Uh, Becky napped, because she got, like, two hours of sleep that night. And Amanda and I drove to South Portland to pick up one of our judges who is rooming with us um, and drove back to the hotel checked, got her stuff in the room and then went to dinner at Red Ramen because I was craving a burger um, <laughs> not the healthy play by play oh, play by play and then we went and relaxed and finished paperwork and relaxed and they stayed up all night talking, so I didn't get any sleep. Uh, looks to camera, like on the office. Um, <laughs> the next morning, day one of convention, um, KomoriCon sent out alert on their Facebook saying, Sorry, our, pre our registration machines are down, and we only have two printers printing badges. Ugh. That sounds so horrible. for panelists, exhibitors, special guests, and regular attendees, they had two printers printing badges, um, and so the registration lines took forever, but I didn't have to deal with that because I already had my badge. Um, yeah, so a couple big things with KomoriCon uh, would complaints overall in general not just from my perspective are registration needs retooling um, how both for general attendees and for special guests or for special badges by that I mean panelists, guests uh, exhibitors anything that's not uh, attendee or staff um and operations side because okay so KomoriCon uh, we expanded a lot from last year and we're taking much more space in the Oregon Convention Center than we did last year and so what tech we've used in the previous years is it necessarily going to work in the space they have now that said, they had no plan for the space they have now. And that was on the t operations side of it is one of the big things 
that was the fire that we walked into on Thursday, and we turned around and said, okay, got by, we'll leave, we can, <laughs> our problems aren't that bad, we can answer them later. Um, and there was one other, oh yeah, how re registration, so I, I saw two complaints about registration, one by attendees and not being able to get their stuff quick enough, and then one by special badges. Um, I think it all comes down to KomoriCon is growing faster than the staff they have to handle it. Um, KomoriCon, the board and higher staff still think of it as this tiny convention, and it no longer is. It's a medium-sized convention now. And compared to KomoriCon, or to SakuraCon, it's small, but to, um, but compared to tiny conventions, it's not a tiny convention anymore. And so people who used to do all of these different jobs no longer have time to do all of those different jobs. And this has been pointed out to them, and they know who they are. And I'm not going to point name names and point fingers, but it's time to hire more mid-level staff. Throwing shade. <laughs> that said, I am not going to pick up any more jobs than the cosplay contest. <laughs> I will go, I will continue doing the cosplay contest because I love it and I have more ideas on how to make it run even smoother than Silk. Um, and what have you. And But I will not take on other jobs, and I'm even going to pull back out of some other events that I used to uh, participate in. Not even staff, just participate in. Just, for, just, to, just to hang out, not just, do anything? Uh, to hang out, do other events that I wanted to do, um, but also not be there as a safety net for those events. Um, yeah. So, <laughs> because they knew I could handle those events, and I didn't, don't want to do that. That's not my job at KomoriCon. It is not my job at KomoriCon to run cosplay chess. So, I'm not going to do it. So, Rob, how about you? How was your KomoriCon? I didn't have one. <laughs> oh, what'd you do? I worked. Oh. And then, very kindly drove me and Becky back to Everett. Yes, <laughs> instead of being here, recording something more fun. Yeah. Yeah. How yeah. come? Uh, how come you had to drive them back? Because, because Amanda was exhausted. And you know her hood tried to go and kill them earlier yeah. on. So we didn't want to drive that car any more than we had to. Ah, zip ties fix that. Come on, zip ties. Yeah. And we had more zip ties in the car, but. Yeah, but I mean, have you seen McKenna's luck? <laughs> it's the only luck worse than mine. It's not that bad. It is uh, the only luck worse than mine. <laughs> yes. Well, uh, cosplay contest went well. Our friends Cosplaney and Mama Samu both had skits. Uh, Amy won Best Master, and Mama Samu's group won Best in Show for both skits and costumes. Ooh. Well, yeah. yeah, we got a bunch of talented friends. We have a bunch of talented friends. Mm -hmm. We have no talent, but our friends do. <laughs> yep, 
that's the important thing. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So. Well, sounds like I a think bucket that's of fun. Yeah. And then we drove yep. home, and I bought a bunch of stuff that I probably shouldn't have, and then I got to deal with my phone. Not my new phone. Yeah. I had new phone drama throughout this convention as well. So. Why does your phone not work? Does it just so yeah no two fight. weeks ago phone died uh ordered new phone new phone wouldn't get here for two weeks which was friday of convention um so i had a burner in the meantime uh well you're a drug dealer now yes what is this yes i'm a spy with burn phones um and spies don't have those it's just just drug dealers just That's drug it. dealers spies don't have those yeah um and so phone was not supposed to ship until Friday, which was payday, um, but I, my account also wasn't supposed to be charged until it shipped. Well, they tried to charge my account on Thursday, which I didn't have the money because payday was Friday. Um, so I had to, okay, why is it not going through blah, 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 blah? You said it wouldn't They didn't charge like a credit card or they did it- like I, what did my phone? My phone just charged my phone bill. So basically, the next phone. Bill yeah, I but got I'm was switching service providers as well. Oh wow! Yeah. <laughs> just, just all bunch of bad luck. Well, I was getting off of my parents' plan, so I was changing service providers. Um, oh. So it wasn't supposed to charge until Friday, or like they initially charged my account, and then the receipt said, "Oh, we're not going to charge until it ships," which was. Friday of Kaborigon, and I'm like, okay, that's also payday, so we can hold but it. But what if they shipped it early? It, which is what they tried to do. Uh, no, production uh, was delayed, and so it was, this date was gonna be the first date of this phone, right? Um, yeah. So, they tried charging on Thursday, I get an email saying, we tried to charge our account, but it didn't go through, and I'm like, yeah, that's because you charged it early. So I had them try again on Friday, and I finally went through, so I got my phone, which was supposed to be overnighted, was supposed to get there Saturday, but didn't get there until Monday, because of the, like, yeah. Uh, So I get my phone on Monday, and trying to transfer my number from Verizon to Google, and it wouldn't transfer. (laughs) Really? It should just do it right in the phone, like, if you Yeah, yeah, yeah. So... It tried, and it wouldn't go through, so I had to call my parents yesterday for the account information, because I didn't have that, and then, so, to the best of their knowledge, keep trying, trying that yesterday, yesterday, or Monday night, and so I called them on Thursday, and, or Tuesday, and tried with the information they gave me, which didn't work, didn't work, didn't work, so I went into the Bryson store today to confirm all the information, and it finally worked, and my phone works. So I have a shiny new phone. It th- the front screen is so slippery it slides off of things, <laughs> like flat things. It slides off of. Worse luck than Rob. <laughs> well, do you want to hear about my weekend? Because that was Halloween weekend for me, and I didn't have a Kamoricon to go to. Yeah, which so is I why I didn't got... dress on um, for Halloween. It's because I got it all out in convention. 
Yes, yes. Yeah. Let's let's hear about Tyler's uh, experience there, and then we'll come back to KomoriCon and we can go and ask about improvements and failures over the previous years. Yeah. Well, I, I had a Halloween party on uh, Saturday. Uh-huh. Uh, Why was I not invited? Uh, you were invited. Um, but you couldn't make it, so <laughs> that's fair. This is Cole true. wasn't there, so you would have enjoyed it. <laughs> <laughs> We're throwing all the shade today. There was uh, there was cheese dip. There was cheese ball. Oh. So, yeah, no, it was good. And we played uh, uh, we played card games, and then we went out to the bar, and then we went out to Denny's. Uh, you then, ended up at Denny's. I ended up at Denny's. Mm. Yeah, and then uh, a girl puked in my car. Oh, so that was that was that was Saturday. Hold on. Um, a scale of one to ten. That's the real question here. Um, uh, maybe a five. That's not worth the amount of time it's going to take to clean that up. What was wrong with you, man? Never with go the girl take- or the the girl or the puke mess. Mm. I'm talking about the puke mess. It was a puke mess of five. Oh, ten okay. being the worst, one being the best. No, I was just talking about like, your lady friend herself. Oh. Oh, don't worry about that. Don't, don't you worry about that. <laughs> That's all I need to hear. Wait, I want to know. We'll talk ah, about, that about that later. Uh, <laughs> don't you worry about that. Okay. Uh, and then we did a, uh, uh, and and then the the uh, the sat the Sunday was good because we watched uh, uh, watched Spirit Away in the movie theater, <gasps> and then nice. we uh, went to a, an escape room afterwards. Oh, oh fun escape room, yeah. So we had a nice Halloween escape room. It was a themed uh, uh, cabin in the woods themed, mm. and so every one of us uh, was we had our themed role for the movie. Uh, can you guess which one I was? Because uh, let's see, there is like the there's the virgin, there's the jock, there's the uh, scholar. Were you the nerd? I was not the nerd. Nope. <laughs> he was the jock. I was not the jock. Nope. Mm. Hmm. Did you guys watch that movie, uh, no. Cabin in the Woods? No. Oh, it's a good movie. It's a good movie. You should watch it. It's a stereotypical. It's not stereotypical. Uh, satirical. It's a satirical movie on the horror franchise of slasher mm. fix. I like satire. Um. But. And so, like, I was the fool. I was the fool character. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That that makes sense. Yeah, because there's there's the jock, there's the virgin, there's the slut, there's the scholar, and then there's the fool, and the five. And so we each had our roles, <laughs> and, and my friend Dex, he really, he really went into it, and he got himself a collared shirt, and he got himself a bow tie, and uh, since we went to the movie theater, he, he took some of the 3D glasses and popped out the lenses and had some hard rim glasses, uh, so yeah. And then um, my other friend, who is the jock character, um, he did a lot of escape rooms before he was really into them, and so he had he had particular shoes he used for escape, escape rooms. Room? They were his escape room shoes, so that was his him being a jock. He put on some like nice uh, uh, runner shoes that are for escape rooms, and he was like, "Oh yeah, got got the new shoes on, or got the." got the escape room shoes on i'm pumped for this and so yeah that's why he was he was the jock the jock in the most nerdiest way um no i was the fool the fool character who is uh normally a druggie but normally uh doesn't die or 
It, it's like a uh, what's that when when it's the opposite of the name. He's a fool, but then he actually like saves everyone. So a uh, dramatic yeah. irony to it. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. An antium, antium, something like that. Yeah, it was fun. Yeah, so it was cabin in the woods theme. So we're in like a atmospheric cabin in the woods that was like during a blizzard, and they have like a had a generator that had the lights going and every so often the generator would like conk out and the lights would dim down and it would sputter back up and it was all they're very atmospheric now they're always like themed very deeply this is sounding uh, an awful lot like dead by daylight mm-hmm. yeah yeah which, which is we still what have my to play. Role, role play group just did I was the first one voted out of the house what you're in, you're in a house together and well for ha- for October we did uh, Dead by Daylight uh, role play and every so often you vote one of the players out of the house and into the blizzard because you think oh. they're the kill like you vote thinking they're the killer and then, then if they are you're safe if you're they're not then you just kick someone out in the cold um. And I was the first one voted out of the house. So, how do you... So, okay. So, is this your roleplay group is done through texting and... Or, yeah, it's, writing it's on online forum. And how can... does... So, you all have, like, you're just, you're you or you're, you're a character? Are you voted yeah, on so a character? Yeah, so it's all Overwatch, kind of so we're all Overwatch characters. Okay. And original characters... For Overwatch. Um, Fair enough. Yeah. Your own, own, your own OCs for Overwatch. Yeah, and so didn't know there were Overwatch OCs. Yes, of course there are. If it exists, there's I OCs do. for it. Um, oh my god, that means there's also Rule Thirty Four. <laughs> yes, dear God, of course there's Rule Thirty Four for <laughs> Overwatch. <laughs> um, so I'm watching some right now. We we have some. Uh, Everyone has their own profile uh, for your, their character, uh, depending if it's a canon character or OC. Um, and then, oh, Overwatch just seems way too elaborate to make your own OC in it, but hey, yeah, go on. Well, I mean, at a certain point, you've run out of canon characters. That's true. So. Because there, <laughs> there's only so many. There's only um, so many. Um, so, and then someone will start a forum post forum topic for which is generally a closed thread for someone else that you've planned and then you reply with your reply to their post and it goes back and forth. Okay. Yep. Okay. So how did you get voted out of the house? What did you do or what didn't didn't So you so do? I cause or I role play Anna and so for Halloween, since it was an uh, AU, alternative universe, we, I decided to go Shrike instead of Anna. Shrike being her bounty hunter alter ego. But I, Ooh, for Halloween, spooky. I decided Much to make spook. her like Widowmaker 2.0, where she's brainwashed, and she, all she knows is that she's Shrike, and that she goes out and kills people. Um... Uh, and well, there's your first problem. There's the first problem. So, uh, like, 
I appeared in the house as or Anna appeared in the house as Shrike in the full Shrike skin with the mask and duffel bag and rifle in the in a case and what have you. And no one liked this masked stranger in their midst, and I got voted out like immediately. Yes, <laughs> yeah, that, that would do Week it. Week one, done. <laughs> so, like the first vote and kicking out of people. This is where you go. The stripper has arrived, <laughs> and people go, "Oh, uh, hello, yeah. hello." So now uh, we have plotted in our chat group where we. Uh, like plan and what have you where uh, Anna survived getting kicked out into the blizzard and it's going to shoot the, the killers as they come out of the house <laughs> this is what you drove me to um yeah I guess she is sort of a survivalist so she could probably yeah. survive well I don't know but she's Egyptian so I don't know yeah that's really a, she doesn't like the cold but so she's going to be half frozen in a tree and <laughs> so she'll like kill some people but she'll also die herself the yeah. way you uh, like the shining they die yep well like one of our killers died uh, like halfway through it as well so Sombra was one of the original killers and she of course of course, of course she was so it's Sombra McCree and Diva were the three killers oh, okay. and Sombra killed she got I think one or two kills in and then she died by McCree McCree killed her so. Did they know they're working together? Are they working together? They were not working they... together. All three killers uh, were on their own. Well. Yeah. Yep. Hmm. Interesting. Yep. It's a fun group, and it's a fun thing to do, because we have... Oh, my, like, my canon roleplay with the Farah. Oh, oh, so many feels. Their reunion... And confrontation of between the Amaris. So many feels. So many feels. Rob's? Uh, Rob, thoughts? <laughs> you thoughts, kids we, and we your roleplays. We need a Winston and Zenyatta. You too? How about no? No. <laughs> yeah. That seems as like right up your alley, Rob, since you're always, always in the Winston voice. Yes, yes, I know. But at the same time, when I write, I write by myself in a very dark, dark and quiet room. Never any notifications or sound coming in. Too afraid of anybody else going in ever seeing the horrible things that I have written and constructed. The programming yes. code even Athena doesn't know. Uh -huh. The things I've done. The things I've seen. The things I've written. O okay, the calm horrors. down there, Winston. Winston got no chill! <laughs> the horror. Winston. He's seen dark places. Winston's Every time I got close my no eyes, chill. No chill. Every time no I close my chill. eyes, all I see is Reaper. In those booty shorts. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of monster is he? The worst kind. My ex. Okay. Uh, yeah, so so that's that. Are we going back to our, our real topic? What is our real topic? KomoriCon. Is it? Oh, okay. Yeah. Shit. Yeah, that's the thing. That's the thing. So, KomoriCon. Um, 
So it's how how big is it? I gotta ask about it, uh, itself. How big the is it? W- one number that I saw it? for attendees. How influential is it? For attendees, the one number was uh, eighty two hundred attendees. Is that big? Is that small? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I, I, it's, I, it's on the medium I'm, side of things. Yeah. It's, I don't know numbers. I'm I'm innumerate. Uh-oh. Innumerate? Whatever. What's illiterate but for numbers? <laughs> yeah. It's a medium a size. Yeah. Yeah. I'll, I'll put it this way. That's that's on the same level as a lot of these one-time only fan conventions that pop up once in a while where people from all around the country go and come to visit for one really popular Oh. Uh, thing, yeah, like uh, Lord of the Rings and that kind of stuff. Occasionally, you'll go and yeah. see where it's like, oh, hey, we've got the you know thirty percent of the cast from this movie here. Yeah, and for some reason, it just goes travels like wildfire. The fact that they could do that consistently every year is a huge statement. It's not that that's less than half the and size of SoccerCon, but that's still a big improvement from where it's been. Yeah, and it's growing. Yeah, no, it's, it's going to be finally huge. moved to a space where we can grow as well. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. 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 Yeah. Um. And it's always on Halloween weekend. No, it used to be Labor Day weekend, so first weekend dish of September. Oh. Sometimes it's the last weekend of August, first weekend of September. Uh, and then when they moved to the convention center, it moved to Halloween. So last year was the first weekend it was Halloween. Will it always be Halloween? Uh, I think it will always be that last weekend of October. Which is normally Halloween. Halloween-ish, yeah. I mean, it can be up to seven days before Halloween. That's how weekends work, mm. but yeah. Yeah, but it's... Right around there. C- considering the rather massive growth that we've seen the last two years in a row... I would be shocked if they considered any other time frames. Plus, I'm yeah. sure they've negotiated well, that for a good while. Conve- yeah, the convention center is the only space big enough, and we have to be far enough away for, in the calendar from Rose City Comic Con, which yeah. is Portland's Comic Con. Because we can't have two nerdy conventions too close to each other, because then you'll split attendance. Yeah, uh, They have to be yes. far enough apart that old people will come to both. Rather than have to pick between one or the other. As what happened with one of the uh, many parties in Canadian politics. Mm-hmm. Yep, so that's why it's Halloween weekend. Um, and then as for cosplay contest, I'm working to reduce our paper usage. Because we go through a lot of paper <laughs> A lot of paper um, with forms and what have you. Because one thing that we do different from any other convention is our judges' forms of their notes when judging costumes and skits, the competitors can pick those up at the end of the convention and, re- and get that feedback versus other conventions where you, you just never see. And so it offers feedback and stuff concrete notes for cosplayers to work then work on uh, and get better versus just oh I didn't win I don't know what I need to work on for next year 
Um, but the one thing we want to do, and we're not quite sure on how to do this, is get more skits. Because skits are dying. Because uh, people well, are intimidated like, by them. Um, yeah, but like a lot of skits I kind of see now are mostly music-based. Yeah, the dance-based skits. Where ours were half of our skits were dance or I'm going to count Amy's as a music-based skit because um, it was a lip-sync to a song mm-hmm. that she wrote the parody that's, lyrics of which is what Amy does that's yeah that's that's a music-based skit yeah so. but it's not a dance skit yeah that's... I didn't say dance I said music-based I yeah almost that's why I'm, in, I, I'm including the, the the writing and the yeah um and I don't know other than ad- getting good prizes and advertising good prizes for doing a skit um, is the only way I can think of advertising skits. Yeah, I mean, that's... <sighs> of getting that, more skits. That really is the worst part about this, unfortunately. Yeah. I, I understand what you're going through with that, because... Um, how do I say this nicely? Uh, you can't. Just say it. Just say right. it. Blunt. Rough. Walk-ons and dance skits. Her walk-ons and dance skits have dominated for such a long period of time that the amount of effort it takes to go and get people together to go and do things like just regular scripted skits is almost not worth it anymore. Yeah. It just feels like the deck is stacked against you. Yeah. The entire time. And I would also say, and I want to make this point because I'm not talking about everybody that does this, but I think also <sighs> reenactments. Yeah. Have reenactments. Got, reenactments have also become a problem as well. Like, where, I can they would you- take a scene from X anime and do it on stage. Yeah, X anime or X movie. Um, I, I, I'm going to use an example that unfortunately a friend of ours has done, but at least they did something different with it, so it was interesting. How many times do we need to watch Let It Go? <laughs> yeah. Oh, now, like, I guess. I, I'll I give guess. Becky and Amy credit because both of them took it in a completely different direction than I have seen people do. Mm-hmm. But. I gotta be honest, if I see one God, more... God, that's a combination of the two, though. That's Let It Go, that's that's reenactment and musical. Yeah. Yeah, but here's the thing. The way that both of them, at least at SakuraCon, the way they did it, I thought actually were very interesting and gave us something different. They were interesting, they were compelling, yeah. in yeah. a sense. Uh, the problem that... Well, Amy's, Amy's was somewhat parodied so yeah yeah i I, I would definitely go and give amy and becky and and uh raging storms they did they did double (laughs) yeah at least it was something different yeah because i i gotta be honest here and this is not in any way saying anything bad about raging storm oh my god that performance from komoricon last year yeah was done brilliantly but i gotta say Doing a quick look on YouTube, 
there are so many people, you know, they're not surprised going and seeing women dressed like Elsa going and doing that whole thing. Mm-hmm. But the number of guys dressed as Elsa either having the beards or going and yeah. doing a transgendered version of it. It's like, I, there's so much of that that's out there. Mm-hmm. It's not interesting anymore. Nope. Well, Which I do is... think that charisma definitely accounts for something. Which, at the there's... time he did it, was at the peak of that. Um, Maybe. But... I, I don't know. Like, I, I'd seen a lot of other people do that beforehand. But, I mean, I don't know if that was a thing, you know, here on the West Coast so much. You know, I. Yeah. And then. I can't say. I mean, I... you don't see that anymore. <laughs> yeah. No, that, we, that's we just had, it. We had no let it go. We had. Yeah. At, yeah. at Kumo this year. So. Yeah. But, yeah, it's just one of those things where that stuff is almost, in some respects, too easy. And mm-hmm. I think it's very off-putting. Uh, and once again, like, I, I know somebody is going to go and say this, because we get hate mail. <laughs> hey. uh, so, somebody somebody is going to say something where it's like, oh, you just don't like Raging Storm cosplays. It's like, no. No. I know he Raging Storm. <laughs> he is great. A He's a very person. nice guy. Yes, exactly. And I think the and a performance, great performer. But... Yes, the performance was great, but it is something that has been done before. And I think when you're trying to attract new people to go and because really you need new people, mm-hmm. you know, the old guard is gone. Retired, yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> There's still we're a all retired. Of guys out. We've moved on. Yeah, yeah. That's well, I say. It, bo- you know? I say we've moved on, but I'm coming back. Yeah, I know. I know. It's like right? <laughs> exactly. you are too. Don't even deny it. Yeah. I can neither confirm nor deny anything. Uh, see you, SakuraCon 2018. Uh, yeah. <clears throat> anyway. Uh, but What am I doing? I, I, never, I don't know. I'm just... You're, I'm not an old guard. Hey, look you're, at that. Yeah, no, you're, yeah. you're just coming along for the ride. By the way, you've, you've been voluntold. <laughs> to do what? I I'll, I'll fill you in. I'll fill, to do anything yet. Well, well, I'll fill yeah. you in later. It's, we're finishing the script. <laughs> okay, yeah. we're finishing that first first. Okay. You'll be you'll be handed your documents anyway, uh, but yeah, the the old guard is gone. Yeah, Fighting Dreamers production is still around, but they it, they were our guest judges. Yeah, because they were guests at Kumo. Exactly, and they're just like House of Flying Needles retired last year after Kumo. Kumo was yeah. the last big thing. Um, yeah, anime yeah, so hunters aren't doing nothing no more. Yeah, so I thought they were trying to do some things. Uh, I, I know they ish, tried to do some things. Ish, I don't think, but they, they're not doing yeah. skits and what have you anymore. Yeah, different kind of projects, but yeah, yeah. I trying to attract new people to this. I think that when you see something like what Raging Storm did, you know, obviously not at that kind of presentation level, and it's like, oh well, the crowd seems to like it. They cheer. They applaud. Oh, I love the fact that you made a costume that can go and change from one thing to another. It's like the technical. It's what's hot right now. Exactly, and plus, I got to be honest here. Just with the whole, you know, uh, crossplay, you know, uh, transgender, uh, gender bend. Yeah, gender bend cosplay thing. Right now, it is so hip to do those things. That I think think it'll always be. It's it's been hip to do that for a decade. Oh, it's been hit to, to do that bend. for a decade. Yeah. No, no, the gender bend thing, I have no problem with. I mm-hmm. I actually think it's a really cool thing. 
But at the same time, it seems like a lot of the judges want to celebrate the culture of what is real-life transgenderism. And it doesn't always mean that it's the best performance, but it seems like they get a lot more credit because of that. Or maybe that's just an outward perception that I'm hearing people going and thinking about, but it's like... I I don't think that... For my judges at Kumo, I disagree. They are very much on the presentation and yes, oh, although the technical skill of doing onstage ripaways or transforming costumes is mind-blowing. And to be able to do it well, the technical skill involved in that, they will apply. Yeah, most definitely. Hello, hello, thank you, hello, what? You're you're back. I'm hearing... I'm hearing things about uh, about things I can do very yeah. well about ripping off clothes very quickly and transforming <laughs> different more situations. Than once. Well, transforming no, you more Rangers than have, once. You Rangers have done quick, on stage quick changes. Yeah, oh. more than once in one go. I yeah. quick changed once and then had a quick change again. Yep. Very warm. Very hot. Yes. We, That's behind the scenes. We, we know the that layers. we know that Tyler again, would win layers. any one of these things that he goes and enters in, but. Uh, just thinking about this from the perspective of somebody who would want to get into it. Mm-hmm. Somebody who thinks, oh, well, I could do something like that. The incentives of a good prize only mean so much when I think that there is, at least from the people I've talked to, a perceived bias towards certain things. And mm-hmm. trying to break that, or trying to go and break that perception is going to be the hardest part of any one of these things. Yeah. You know, for a long time, SakuraCon got beat up because while there's no such thing as prejudging, it always seemed to be that there were certain things that they were looking for, or it was who you knew. Mm-hmm. And I know that there is some unfairness to that, but there also was some truth as well. Well, it's there also were... at the high level cosplay or higher levels of cosplay being masters and then your judges everyone knows everyone and that's definitely a true thing Mm -hmm. but i also don't think that there's enough we don't do enough to go and distinguish where these levels are Mm -hmm. and i feel like more emphasis on individual categories would probably help with that but it's going to take several years before any of these things would even be able to go and have a definable effect that's what we've already seen it with with Kumo, because mm-hmm. when Amanda and I took over, it was a dying event, and mm-hmm. this year we had forty five walk ons. Um, so there there's one thing that I am thinking about, and I'll pitch it to Amanda on making, and it's something based on one of our judges said of the only reason she originally entered construction was because the only way to qualify for best in show was to do both construction and a skit Mm -hmm. and have best in show you have to do both and then maybe some of our walk-ons will be motivated to do a skit Mm -hmm. um so so yeah because i don't Hmm. How often, like, so, do you not want walk-ons, or do you not want... Um, walk-ons are fine, just we want more skits as well. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, because because we were waitlisted two months before convention on walk-ons. Mind you, we will not be opening our contest that early again, ever. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, and because we actually opened up more spots, and we're still waitlisted. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So, um. As great as walk-ons are, or I understand people just wanting to show off the costume, not and maybe not having ideas or other people to do skits with, and thus not wanting to do a skit. But you can do a skit with a single person. Our friend Becky Pike has proven that. Oh, um, for sure. You can do because the year before last. She won with just her and no face and a really great audio track. Um, that was her last hurrah before she moved to Japan. Um, mm -hmm. you, you can do skits, which are just you on stage. If you have a good, solid idea of how to tell a story. Because that is one thing that I really want skits to do, is tell a story. doesn't have to be a okay. long story. It just, yeah. just a story. has to have a story. Not a musical number, but a story. Yeah. Well, and yeah. a musical number can tell a story, but it's got to yeah. be more than just... It's got to be more than let it go. Yeah. Like I, I don't know. Well, well I mean, let's, see, let's wait until Moana comes up. The only problem with let it go is we've or seen Hamilton. it a million times. No, that, that's just it. It's like, it was interesting once, but... Mm -hmm. Let's be honest. We've seen, even if you've never actually watched one, I can guarantee going through your Facebook feed, you've seen at least a dozen other people go and do it. Yeah. I think I think everyone knows Let It Go. They must but know it, Let It Go by now. A skit yeah. doing Let It Go. And if not Let It Go from fr Frozen, then you have Love as an Open Door from Frozen. <laughs> um, yeah. I don't remember but that But at least with Let It Go, it's a, oh, it's yeah, a no, solo. It's Generally, solo maybe one stage ninja and you can do the let it go i don't know when when's moana gonna be make it big i want moana I, to be the next ones i i don't know if it will like well, how long did it take for let it like how long ago did frozen come out uh 2012 yeah, yeah. and so we're we're in a so height of four let it years goes. no it was about four years from 2012 to the height of everyone's doing a let it go um, yeah, so you see, I saw it, that for I, the I first see. year afterwards. <laughs> yeah, I did. Within that, I, did. I would say from the first year to year four. So, um, so we'll start seeing Moana skits if they exist because we had a Tafiti in our cosplay contest as a walk on. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think it's gonna start. It's gonna start rising a little bit. Takes. I, takes I'm trying to think people. of what song in Moana You're you would welcome. see as a skit. You're welcome. It's... Maybe shiny. Um, Shiny and you're welcome and um, how far I'll go. And how Those far. are the yeah. three main songs, and they're all fucking catchy. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah. Me and my and... five million versions of "You're Welcome" that I just keep throwing out at people. Trust me, I get it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then you're like, part of the problem, how, Rob. Okay. Uh, I don't know hey, how, I'm not how Hamilton I'm music not... hasn't been. Yeah. How like how Hamilton music hasn't been like as going as much as it is because. That's also super catchy, and everyone knows that. Yeah. Yeah. 
So, Alexander Hamilton. Da 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 da. Yeah. My shot. Something about my shot. Um. Yeah. I'm not gonna take. I'm not gonna throw away my shot. Throw away my shot. Yeah. Um. It's all catchy music. It's all catchy. Dress. It's also catchy. That's what it is. It's just catchy music, and you just change your lyrics. Yeah. Or you don't change your lyrics, well, and you just. And I think that that's yeah. something that maybe some people would benefit from, because, like, what Amy did, the reason why mm-hmm. I really do give her a pass and the let go thing is because she turned it into something different. Yeah. You know, you so, can parody and make something into something unrecognizable from what it originally was. Yeah. That's something that it, we were talking about this when I was driving uh, Becky and McKenna her and McKenna back up to uh, her, yeah. <laughs> yeah, back McKenna. up to her place. Yeah, yeah. sorry. I, I know I've had a little hiccup there in the middle. It's like <laughs> <laughs> But <laughs> uh, anyway, we, we were talking about this and well, the two of them don't even see themselves as being in direct competition with each other. And thank God for that. Cause God, that is the thing that ruins friendships. Uh, <laughs> yeah. We were talking and in some respects, we think that Amy and John had a little bit of an unfair advantage going second. And especially after for both. Okay. To explain to our listeners who don't know, yeah. they both right, did right, right, let yeah. it go skits. Yes. At the yes, same convention. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And within yeah. one performance of each other, which was kind of hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. There was one not, performance between them. Yeah, not yeah, not not the best formatting, guys. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like that's that's one where I would have said, okay, we need to change up the order a little bit here. Let's get some more separation yeah. going. Yeah, because the crowd's reaction was very different. Mm-hmm. While they were consistently into Becky and Raging Storm doing their thing, and you know. It's pretty standard, I would say, audience response. They were really into it. They loved the pageantry. They loved the presentation. The audience clearly got it. Mm-hmm. Then you switch over to uh, John and Amy, and you have Amy going out there and doing the same standard thing, and you can almost feel, feel. the groan coming yeah. out from everybody because it's just like, oh, another one of these? Why? One was bad enough. And then John comes out in Sub-Zero, and it instantly catches everybody's attention. It's just like, whoa, wait, what? <laughs> what the, the fuck crowd... is this guy doing here? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, it's like, oh, wait, wait, this is not what I thought it was going to be. What's going on here? And you could act... Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah, no, and it but, just caught... But, like, if Amy every... and John had gone first, you would have had a little bit of the, oh, great, another Frozen, let it go. And then, then, and then with Raging Storm... And Becky's second, they would have gotten the oh great another. Um, yeah, I I think, it and would then have... it would have stayed disappointment as opposed to. Exactly, I yeah. I think it would have hurt them ultimately because I do believe that both of the or both of them deserved the wins that they got in their categories. Yeah, I firmly stand by that they deserve the wins they got in their categories, but I would make the argument that because of the position that John and Amy came in with, they had a more dynamic performance because people were more into it. They were coming in with no expectations mm-hmm. and it was blown out of the water by the end of it. The crowd was so into it. 
I saw people standing and applauding. I did wow. not see that. Mm-hmm. It's like people I think that people are hungry for these new ideas. They don't want to see the same dancing thing over again. They don't want to go and see the same musical piece done so faithfully to the original. Even yeah. though uh Amy That's and John's why... recording quality wasn't the best, even though yeah. uh Amy's outfit was definitely reflecting more light and was harder for the cameras to pick up. The crowd noises told you everything you need to know. They were hungry yeah. for that moment. They were into it. The only other group that I thought had that kind of warm fan reaction, and it wasn't on the same level. It was nowhere near as strong. There were a couple of other guys, and I have no idea who they were, and they were kind of doing a tutorial of going to your first anime convention. Right, yeah. Yeah, and that was that was a fun lampooning moment of what we all have gone through. Yeah. Yeah, right down to the... And you probably can't make costumes your first time yet, so it's okay to go onto eBay. Yeah. It's like that they that was one where while the show was not as dynamic, the crowd seemed really, really into it. Exactly. Yeah. It caught your attention the entire way through. It was it was just fun. It was interesting. It was different. Mm-hmm. And it caught people's attention. And I'm going to be kind of curious to see, at least for SakuraCon, what we get out of next year because yeah. of that particular uh, entry. Because that, did, that didn't require hardly any skill. Yeah. Those guys did not take anything to a really high level, but their concept was good. Yeah. And I wonder if we'll see some good high concept stuff come out that maybe doesn't have the high technical presentation. And I'd be okay with that. That's, I think, yeah. more what could change the culture of this is if we have more good concepts come out mm-hmm. and less emphasis on that nice, good polish. I think the fact that those guys ended up winning uh, one of the awards, and I can't remember what, yeah. I think that there's some positive hope and encouragement that we might get something more out of that. We'll see whether or not that's wishful thinking or not, but yeah, well, I saw... The one thing that I'm mm-hmm. um, nervous about with... with our our skip with Amy for SakuraCon is Amy's kind of now known for the song parody. Yeah. And that's kind of what we're doing for that is what we're doing yeah. for Sakura. But Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah, no, it's it's going to be interesting to see, but at the same time, and this is probably not the best way of wording this, but I got to be honest here, I'm on day, uh, let's see here, I'm on day 12 straight at work, oh. and a lot of those days were 14 hours, so oh. uh, my brain is not working as well as it should, so I'm just going to go and play this straight, and... <laughs> Oh, I trust the, me. The, the right drunk edits over. Yes, yeah. yes. This no, is I've, your drunk I've, period. <laughs> yeah, no, I've I've had a I've had a few of those moments, but uh, yeah, uh, God, I'm losing my train of thought here. This isn't good. <laughs> maybe, 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 maybe we should wrap it up. No, Just no, saying. I gotta get this thought. I gotta get this thought out here, but I gotta get it all back in my brain. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um. Is it God, about 
song parodies. Uh, yes, yes. Doing the, the the same thing you you're known for, or not doing the same thing you're known for. I. <laughs> when it comes to the doing the thing you're known for, I think part of that also depends on your notoriety and your mm-hmm. venue. <laughs> yeah. And while I will say everybody loves Amy, and while she does do a good job of promoting herself, she's also not somebody that I brought up in conversation of knowing that everybody yeah. instantly associates with this or that. Yeah. I go and bring up what the this or that is, and they might have seen it. But yeah. At the same time, I don't think that because she does such variations, even though she's always doing the musical parodies, she's always doing something very different from each other. I, I think one of the mistakes that a lot of people that do this kind of stuff is I've seen a lot of people, and not so much in this area. I don't know if it's just a Northwest thing, but I know a lot of other conventions where the same idea gets recycled and reused over and over again. And mm-hmm. you can always tell who the person is that does that. They're just one-trick ponies. They they don't have anything else. Yeah. And then you have Amy, who can't even stand to wear a costume more than once. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like, I, d- I don't think that she has that issue yet, because she's not a well-enough-known person Yeah. in all of this. I mean, even cosplay chess with on how long she's been going and doing that, I don't think that enough people really know who she is. Yeah. It's like, oh... She's funny. And then next yeah. year, oh, that girl's funny. Oh, and, oh wait, that that's private the same is so cute. Fun, funny girl yeah. from last year. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's like she's she does such a good job with everything she does. I don't think that she has that issue yet. I think she could end up developing that issue, but Yeah. I don't know if any of the judges would even recognize her again. Well, I Especially know my judges we're doing this do, time. but well, yeah. I bet they do. I don't yeah. know what judges they have at Soccer on. So yeah, yeah, um, that's always the questionable part, isn't it? <laughs> yep. Yeah. All Ooh. depends on the judges. Yep. And on that note, it seems like this is as good a time as any to go and end this. Thank you, everybody, for going and joining us. Uh, it was a lot of fun here today. It's been a really fun season. Zio is going really strong. We are shocked with the number of subscribers that we've gotten, and we have to thank you guys so much for this. Really, you guys are just awesome. Thank you so much. Uh, Check us out on iTunes, on SoundCloud, on Google Play Music. Uh, Check us out on YouTube. We're going in working more with multimedia projects. We're getting ready to go and hopefully release some stuff here soon. Uh, Time's been a little bit of a premium for us here recently, but as the holidays get closer, we're actually hoping we're going to have some more time for some stuff. Uh, let us know what you're thinking of us, Soccer Rangers Podcast at gmail.com. Uh, hit us up on Twitter at Soccer Rangers. We're just having such a good time. We're having a lot of fun, and we just want to thank you guys. You're awesome. Thank you. Uh, this week's charity shout-out, uh, PreventChildAbuse.org, uh, Prevent Child Abuse America, started in 1972. This is another great organization. Really recommend checking them out. Go and see their history. Go and see what the stuff that they do. This was the first organization set up specifically with the intention of stopping child abuse here in America. I know this is a subject that not everybody wants to go and talk about. We don't want to acknowledge that this kind of stuff happens a lot, but... Things won't get better unless we do, and organizations like this have really helped go and shine a spotlight on it, as well as going and helping to try to prevent and 
keep this stuff from happening. I don't think we'll ever be able to truly eliminate it, but the more that we can do, the more we can be aware, and the more we can go and help each other to prevent this from happening, the better off our world's going to be. So please check them out, preventchildabuse.org. Thank you so much. Uh, Zombie Band, play us out. Bye!